the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God with us for a hope and a future for all who come to Him as their Savior. Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching the Word of God with truth from the Bible. For more information, go to corechurchla.org. That's corechurchla.org. Now here's Pastor Steve with today's Core Truth. Today we're going to be looking in Luke chapter 2. And I entitled this message, Seeing God's Gift of Salvation. Well, as you know, we just had Christmas, and I I can't believe it. I mean, it just seems like we came out of summer. But when I considered all the traffic and lines at the mall and no place to park, without question, it was the Christmas season rush for sure. But why is it that some people uh, at Christmas time seem to get nicer, and then other people seem to be more grumpy and short-tempered? I think it's safe to say we live in a time that's filled with total uncertainty. For most people are creatures of habit, and we don't like big changes in our everyday lifestyles, like all the cost of living hikes that are far from transitory. But, uh, well, let's think happy thoughts. It's a few days after Christmas here. But uh, one thing for sure, you know, we have uh, had a happy holiday for some. It was a season to be merry, but, you know, it couldn't be based on what we found under the Christmas tree a few days ago. You know, think about what the Grinch said. That's right. I'm quoting the Grinch who stole all the presents from the Who's. And he said, quote, what if Christmas doesn't come from a store? What if Christmas means a little bit more? Maybe I think this year, America needs to rediscover as we go into 2023 that Christmas was so much more than what comes from a store. For even the rebellious cartoon character Bart Simpson, yes, I'm quoting Bart Simpson here, he even knew what Christmas is about. He said, quote, Christmas is a time when people of all religions come together to worship Jesus Christ. But then again, Bart was also quoted as saying, aren't we forgetting the true meaning of Christmas, the birth of Santa? Well, there you go. You can't trust Bart Simpson, that's for sure. But one thing for sure, we cannot have a Christmas season without the Christ. You know, Jesus was real. He was a historical figure. He changed the course of time. And though he was born in the first century, he came for all centuries. He was born a Jew, yet he came for all people of all races. He was born in Bethlehem, yet he came for the whole world. In the United States, most are raised to believe in Santa Claus. And I guess that's fine when you're five years old. But what happens when we grow up? Maybe you felt like Halle Berry when she found out that Santa wasn't real. She said, quote, The day I saw my mom eating the Santa cookies on the plate was one of the most horrific days of my life, end quote. 
And why is that? Well, it's because it's the beginning of reality for us that are raised in America. Because if the North Pole is a fairy tale, maybe everything else also is a fairy tale. And it makes us think as a child, if my parents lied to me about Santa Claus, what else isn't real? No, don't say it. The Easter Bunny, he's not real too? What about the Tooth Fairy? Yes, everybody desires a happy holiday season. Businesses want record sales. I think they got it this year. You know, music in the malls try to convince us that it's the happiest time of the year. And I hope that you had a wonderful time with your family uh, during this last Christmas. But today, we're going to look at a man who was looking for the very first Christmas ever. He was an older man, and we don't know much about him, for he's mentioned only once in the Bible and only one of the Gospels in the Gospel of Luke. But what we do know about him tells us a lot about this man. And so let's go ahead and think about what he was seeking, because he was seeking hope. So this is going to be like one week after Christmas, one week after the birth of Christ. So let me read what it says here in Luke chapter 2, verse 25. So if you're driving down the road, you keep your eyes on the road, and I'll do the reading. But Luke 2.25 says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ or the Messiah. Well, we'll stop there for a moment. So this older man's name is Simeon, and it says that he was a righteous and a devout man. Well, what did that mean? It just means he was trustworthy. He was an honest man, an upright man, and he was seeking the consolation of Israel. Now, that word consolation means that he was looking for the comforter. He was looking for the deliverer. He was looking for the one that would rescue Israel. And guess what? Israel needed to be rescued from itself. They had lost God. Think about it. From the last book of the Old Testament to when Jesus was born, there was almost 400 years of complete silence. Now, why was God silent? It's because the people weren't listening. Like, why should he talk if no one's listening? So here, there had been a huge amount of silence. So definitely, Israel needed to be rescued. And God was going to send a rescuer. Now, know this. Israel's not the only one who needs rescuing. For every single person in humanity needs rescuing. And this man, Simeon, he was looking for the rescuer. Verse 26 said that the Holy Spirit of God revealed to Simeon that he would not die before he saw the promised Savior. I wonder when Simeon was told that by the Holy Spirit. I wonder how long he had been waiting at this point. Had it been five years? Ten years? Twenty years? Maybe it was even more. We're simply not told. But one thing for sure— This man, Simeon, he was searching for the one who could bring hope back into the world, into a world that's lost its hope. He was searching for the one who could save us from our own sin and our own future judgment. I wonder how many of us that are listening to the radio today can relate to Simeon. 
For some, they're also looking for hope. Maybe you're looking for hope right now. Maybe you're looking for something more than what this world has offered you up to this point in your life. Simeon here was a religious man. He was devout in his faith. I wonder if some of you maybe are not the same. Maybe you're religious. Maybe you're devout in your faith. Or maybe there have been times for others of you that you've tried to be good, yet you still have some areas of struggle, some areas that are like vices in your life that you can't seem to break. Maybe there's just a void. Maybe there's a level of guilt that you carry in your life because of your own conscience, and your own conscience has convicted you of the very sin that maybe you're still living in right now. Maybe you're searching for that something that will bring hope right back into your soul. For if you are lacking in hope, it's pretty hard to hide it, isn't it? I mean, you can put on the happy face for only so long, because when you don't have any hope inside, it brings an undeniable black cloud into your soul, which can leave anyone who has no hope, just like Simeon, searching, searching. But there's an obvious difference between Simeon and some other people that are searching. What was the difference? Well, Simeon knew what he was looking for. There's a lot of people that are searching, but they just simply don't know exactly what they're looking for. I wonder if there's anyone listening on the radio that's like that. Like, I'm looking for something. There's like something missing in my life. I got this missing piece, but I'm not sure what it is. Well, listen, Simeon, he knew exactly what he was looking for. He was looking for the Savior. That's why, again, in verse 26, the Holy Spirit of God told Simeon that his eyes, before he died, would see the Messiah, Savior of the world. Maybe God promised this because he knew that Simeon believed his word. I'm sure Simeon read the scriptures. I'm sure that he understood many of those verses in the Old Testament that were foretelling of the coming of the Messiah Savior. I wonder, though, which ones really gripped his soul the most. Could it have been all the way back in Genesis chapter 3? After Satan, in the, as a serpent, tempted Eve into eating the forbidden fruit, when God told the serpent, after he deceived Eve, it's like he said, one is going to come from the seed of the woman, and through that seed, he is going to crush your head. I wonder if he just meditated on that. Like, really? Right after Eve ate of the forbidden fruit, it's like, and sin came into to both man and woman, Adam and Eve. And he just looked, as God looked into Satan's eyes and said, oh, you think you're so good because you deceived my, my first two people here, my first two humans. It's like, but one's going to come from the woman, he's going to crush your head. Or maybe it was a verse from the book of Isaiah, which, of course, Isaiah the prophet has many verses talking about the coming of the Messiah and who he was and what he was going to do. But I wonder if he read in Isaiah seven fourteen where it said, therefore, the Lord himself is going to give you a sign. You want a sign? Okay, I already told you one's going to come from a woman that's going to crush Satan's head. I told you that back in Genesis three fifteen. But now I'm going to give you another sign. This woman is going to be a virgin. How about that? Someone who's never had sexual intimacy with a man. It's going to be a virgin. She's going to be with a child. She's going to bear a son. And you're going to call his name Emmanuel. Really? A virgin's going to have a baby? How is that even possible? And his name's going to be called Emmanuel, which means God with us? Wow. 
Maybe Simeon thought, I can't wait for that day that God will be with us. Imagine that right now on the radio. God with us. God with us so that we can, you know, so that we can be strong even when we are weak. God with us to comfort us when we're hurting and suffering. God with us when the afflictions of life seem insurmountable. God with us when life comes to an end and death knocks on the door of our own soul. God with us for a hope and a future for all who come to him as their Savior. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to with this baby being born. And with that, take a little break here for just one second here. You know, since we're at the end of the year, we're at the end of 2022, going into 2023, you know, as we come to the end of this year and we look forward to what God is going to do in the coming year, I just want to say how thankful we are here at Core Truth Radio for the opportunity that God has given to us to be on 20 radio stations. You know, we're on the biggest station, I believe, in the United States here in Southern California. It covers all of Los Angeles County. Uh, L.A. County, uh, Orange County, Riverside County, San Bernardino County. Uh, it's huge. It's KKLA, and we're just so thankful to be on here seven days a week. And then we're also on five days a week back on the East Coast from Baltimore, Maryland, all the way up to northern New Jersey on 19 stations there. And what a blessing that is on Hope FM. But if you listen to us on a regular basis, you know that we teach the truth of God's Word without compromise. That just means that, hey, I say the hard things. I call sin, sin, and it's just the way it is. And some people don't like it. But I tell people all the time, it's not, you know, the Bible's not always what you want to hear, but it's absolutely what you always need to hear. And for those that help us on a monthly basis... Man, can I just take a moment here to thank you so much for your generosity? I mean, what a joy it is to have that little bit of income coming in from those of you that that support us on a absolute weekly, monthly basis. I mean, it is just such a blessing. Now, if you're someone that listens to our radio program and, you know, you've never made a contribution to Core Truth Radio, but yet you're being encouraged by the teaching of this radio program, would you consider and pray about making a year-end tax-deductible gift to offset our costs? You know, it's like... Uh, we would appreciate if you would consider that. And you can actually text us. It's easy to give. You can actually text us. Uh, you text Core Church LA. You put it all together, no gaps. Core Church LA, you text it to 77977. So that's Core Church LA, all one word, to 77977. Or you can just go to our website, of course, at corechurchla.org, and you can... Uh, make a donation there. But getting back here to our message, you know, Simeon must have thought, what a great day that will be when this Savior is born, when truly God will be with us. That's when he'll be the answer for a people who have totally lost their hope. Then maybe we could read on and say, well, maybe Simeon was reading on Isaiah a little bit later, and he came across Isaiah 9, 6, where it says, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Simeon must have thought, well, man, this is completely undeniable. This child that's going to be born, 
obviously thinking about what it said two chapters earlier, from a virgin. I go, this son that will be given, he will be the way. He will be the only way. And he's going to be way more than just a man. Yes, he will be the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Now, that is crazy names for this baby that's going to be born, this child that's going to be given, unless, of course, he was all of that and more, which he was. Yes, Jesus Christ was born a baby, fully born a baby. But at the same time, he never stopped being fully God. I mean, isn't that crazy just thinking about that? Oh, how Simeon must have wondered, when will all of this take place? And and maybe he was thinking and searching the scriptures, like wondering, where was he going to be born? Like, where at? Is he going to be born in a palace in Rome? I mean, where is he going to be born? But again, he found his answer in the Old Testament scriptures. Because it says in Micah 5, 2, it says, but as for you... Bethlehem Epaphrata, too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you, one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. What? His days are going to be from the days of eternity, meaning he doesn't have any beginning? This is crazy. Again, understand, Simeon refused to miss the first Christmas. Again, why? Because he believed what the Bible said. He believed that the Bible was the written word of God. And because of that, God allowed him to see what everyone else seemed to miss. Where were all the religious leaders? Think about that. Where were all the priests that understood the scripture that spent days of their life reading and studying the word? Where were they all at? Didn't they read these same verses? How did it go over their head? How did they miss it? Yes, one thing for sure. They all missed it, though. Only a handful were present at the first Christmas. I mean, think about it. You've got Mary and Joseph there. And where are they at? They're in the manger. What's a manger? Oh, we romanticize it. We put nice lighting and all of this. It was a feeding trough for animals. It was it was cold. It was hard. It was unsanitary. And you know, it's like you're just in there with a bunch of stinky animals. And then as she has this baby, this young girl, which most Bible commentators think that Mary was probably, who knows, like 16 years old, 17 years old. And she's having this baby in this dark, cold, smelly manger full of stinky animals. And then what happens right after she has the baby? Because the sky opened up and the angel spoke to who? A bunch of scrapper shepherds. Now you got a bunch of scrapper shepherds. Uh, Let's remember, again, this is romanticized. Oh, the beautiful shepherds, you know. No, these people were like gypsies, man. They were like vagabonds, man. (laughs) It's just like they would not even allow the testimony of a shepherd to be used in a court of law because they were such untrustworthy people. But that's who God revealed it to. I wonder why. Why do you think he revealed it to scrappers? Maybe it was God saying, look, I came for sinners, not for those that are self-righteous. I came for those who know they're sinners. That's who I came for. And I came for all people. I came for the rich and the poor. I came for all of those that are set aside. I came for those that don't think they have a chance to get to heaven. I came for all those that would admit and know that they have sinned in life. But there that first Christmas, 
all that saw the first one was Mary and Joseph and a handful of scrappers. But just like today, many have been blinded by all of the hoopla that takes our focus off of Jesus during this holiday season, and it puts it on all of the other stuff. Now, look, I'm not against Christmas lights and decorations. You know, I think if if those of you that haven't been to Court Church L.A., you walk in, there's a beautiful Christmas tree, there's Christmas trees all over, there's extra lights, there's wreaths. I mean, look, you know, I'm into the decorations and the lights, but understand, we cannot have Christmas without the Christ. And if we do, we replace the baby born in a manger for a fictitious fat man in a red suit. If only those who are seeking something more in life would not settle for what the world sells during this time of the year. But if they would look through the eyes of faith, just like Simeon did, then all could easily see the Savior And where did his faith come from? Well, the Bible says his faith came right from the Bible. Because Romans 10, 17 says, So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. I wonder, as we end here in 2022, and we start moving forward going into 2023, do you have faith to move in the midst of all the things that are going on in our world today. I mean, we got, you know, Russia and Ukraine going at it. We've got China that's eyeing Taiwan. You know, we've got threats that are in our world system. We've got nuclear threats from like Iran. We've got intercontinental ballistic missiles problem with North Korea. I mean, we've got in our own country here so many problems, inflation off the hook crime rising, and it doesn't look like there's any solutions to anything here. I mean, here we're going on the second year of uh, our new president, and and it's like, well, are we seeing any change in anything? Not really. And so I just would just pray that this new year coming up, that you would really consider making this the year of the Lord in your life, that you would just say, look, I want to really grow in my relationship with him this year. Because, I mean, look back over the last, let's say, two years, 2021 and 2022. Has there been growth in your life as a believer? Or if you were honest with yourself, there's been a little bit of regressing, maybe a little bit of falling away. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, Are you stronger now than you were a year or two years ago as a Christian? And if not, boy, let's make this the year of the Lord. I wonder if there's anyone listening right now that you find yourself really kind of distanced from the Lord. And if you feel distance, it's probably because, well, you are. Because we don't feel distance from the Lord if we're not. But if you feel distance and you feel you need to get right with the Lord, it's going to start with doing this. Repent. Yeah, repent means to turn from your sin. Do you have any known sin that's going on in your life? Listen, you got to get rid of that. It's like, yeah, it, if it's too hard for you, ask the Lord. He'll help you. Trust me. But you have to repent and say, God, I'm sorry. But if you're willing to do that, man, you can start all over again and be refreshed even now as we speak. So I want to lead you in a prayer for those of you that maybe find yourself as a prodigal son or a prodigal daughter, or you just need to get right with the Lord for whatever reason. Look, you know, God knows, but you pray this prayer. 
And this is the prayer that'll bring you right back close to the Lord. And that's where he wants you. So pray this now, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Lord, you know where I've been this last year. And Lord, I don't want to stay in that place. I want to draw closer to you. So Lord, I believe you died for me. You rose again, Lord. Come inside of me in a more and a real way. And I just pray, God, that you would just move inside of me. Be my Lord, be my God, be my Savior, and be my friend. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, as a year-end gift to you, I'd like to be able to send you a New Believer's Bible, which is a Bible in easy-to-read English with notes in it to help you with your walk with the Lord. You can text me at 323-807-3255 or just email me at Bible at CoreChurchLA.com. Thanks for joining us for Core Truth Radio. You've been listening to pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app. Core Truth is sponsored by and is a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you've been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA, all one word, to 77977. You can also give via our app and online at corechurchla.org. Or you can mail your support to P.O. Box 34789, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.